second timothy chapter 4 i'm going to read verses 1 2 and 3 in the presence of god and of christ jesus who will judge the living and the dead and in the view of his appearing and his kingdom i give you this charge preach the word be prepared in season and out of season correct rebuke and encourage with patience and carefulness for the time will come when people will not put up with sound doctrine instead to suit their own desires they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want want to hear they will turn their ears away from the truth and turn aside to myth amen, amen. let me read it again because i wouldn't be talking really too long but this is an aged apostle speaking at the twilight of his age or his time in life. And he is talking to a son in the faith, in the ministry. And he said, I am solemnly giving you this charge. And I want you to hear me in the presence of God, the Father. I want you to hear me in the presence of God, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And before the faithful witness in heaven, that I am giving you this charge. And I also want you to know the context in which I give you this charge. The context is that Jesus Christ will appear soon. But there is massive unawareness of that. And not only that there is massive unawareness. People are not interested. Are not putting up again with some doctrine. That's not what they want to hear. They don't want Jesus to come back even if, even though they call themselves Christians. That is the background. They don't put up with sound doctrine. They give ears to fables, to myth. The things that bamboozles the mind and does not make no spiritual sense. That is what they want. Their itching ears will gather around fables. And because of that, they will amass teachers that turn them away from the truth and tell them these things that they desire to hear. It is the context, it is the background that I give you this solemn charge. And I'm also giving us this solemn charge. This is the response 
that God wants to come out from all of us. Be instant. Be ready. Go get yourself ready. Preach the word. Teach the word. Communicate this word. In season, out of season. Whether they are ready or whether they are not ready. You be ready. You hold not back. You keep not quiet. Jesus is coming soon. Jesus is storming the earth. Jesus is like calling people to a lot. I am coming back. Get yourself ready. Put your acts together. Put your house together. I am coming back. And people don't want any of that. The Bible says, in season, out of season, do not close your mouth. Amen? Amen. Do we understand that? Do we understand that? That is the response that must come out from us. We must emit a new frequency, a roar. And that roar is a voice crying in the wilderness. Prepare the way of the Lord. Make ready a people prepared for him. You don't go on a journey that you did not embark on. You don't go on a trip that you did not prepare for. I don't care how urgent you think that trip is. You prepare for it. Else you don't make a trip. We are about to make a trip out of mortality. Back into immortality where we came from. We need to all prepare. And God is commissioned all of us. To preach the word in season, out of season. Whether they are ready to hear or they are not ready to hear, we must find a way to get this message out. Amen? Amen. It is our duty. It is our responsibility. People want myth. Tell them stories that absolves them from responsibility. And put the responsibility on someone else. It is your grandfather. It is the, the household enemy. No, but nobody talks about the wrong choices people have consistently made. And are continually making. Nobody talks about that we look at the law of God and we violate it with impunity. And we don't care because we've got some special prophets who will do some special prophetic word or special prophetic action on our behalf. Who will give us deliverance even though we don't have salvation. And so we love to listen to fables. We love to listen to myth. We love to listen to all of those. Except take personal responsibility for your life. Seek the kingdom of God. Seek its righteousness. Stick to it. We must know what we believe. What we ought to believe. And we cannot be neutral. That is what God has said. Do the work of an evangelist. To all of us. He gave his word. And it was a great company. That published it. It does not take one man to publish it. A roar must come out of this community. 
And if a row must come out of this community, it is not going to come out of the voice of a singular person called a pastor. It must come out of all of us. We must know where we stand. We must know what we believe. And we must be convinced of it. And we must proclaim it. The scripture we read says, be ready. And how else can you be ready? Chapter 3 tells us exactly how to be ready. All scriptures are given by the inspiration of God. All scriptures are ordained for correction, for rebuke, for reproof. All scriptures are ordained to equip a man of God and make him ready for the work that God has called us to do. There was a time to eat the word of God. Now is such a time. People don't know what they believe anymore. Anything that sounds, you know, you just put in Jesus' name. It is God. We do libation, do, you know libation in Ibo land and even in Yoruba land. When they finish, they put in Jesus' name. Have you seen that recently? People do libation. As long as Jesus' name is put in there, we feel comfortable. Yeah, that is Christian. And you forget that Jesus said, in the last days, some will come to me and say, I cast out devils in your name. I healed the sick in your name. I prophesied in your name. And I will look them in the face and I would tell them, depart from me. I don't know you. I never knew you. You are workers of iniquity. Newer translations say you are workers of lawlessness. You are not ordered. I don't know you. My seed did not germinate in you. My nature did not mix with your spirit. And... I did not produce myself in you. When I look at you, I don't see myself in you. I'm not impressed by works. And let me sound it really very clear. It's no longer news. And it's no longer strange. That people stand in the pulpit. Call upon the name of Jesus. And perform signs and wonders. Not by the power in Jesus, by the power they have acquired from voodoo. The people have jazz and stand in the pulpit. These are the last days. And we are commissioned to sound the word loud and clear. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. All right, I've discharged that. We're going to continue our discourse by ourselves. We will talk amongst ourselves. We will still talk out there, but when we come home, we'll break things down. All of us need to understand this. 
two, three days to us having this meeting, all of a sudden for the first time, I have a leading to begin to pray for us as a person, I mean as a community to become established in this truth. Because truth is that some of us, you can assume we want to just talk to others, but some of us are still confused and some of us are not yet established. Or we'll be talking to ourselves as well. And when the Bible says some people have developed itching ears, we also need to be able to track with that within ourselves. Some of us have the span of attention to watch movies that can take us three hours. Some of us to watch TV series with plenty seasons and we can tell the stories. But you can't last 10 minutes, 15 minutes listening to God and listening to his word preached without sleeping. Something is wrong. Wake up and smell the coffee. Something is wrong. This is home going time. You don't go home by accident. You go home, you prepare to go home. If you find yourself, you can't stand the preaching of the word of God 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes without drifting in your mind and without sleeping. Wake up, smell the coffee, go to God and tell him, do something. This is no longer normal with me. I remember many years ago, in my final year in, 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 in school, I was heading a squad, was no longer in the ex-school, but I headed a squad and we were praying like every day. We were seven-man squad. We call it intercessory squad. It was different from the prayer cells that we had on campus. Ours was different. And then we had a new entrant joined us from a low class. And we know there was grace in his life. But we gather together and to pray, and our prayers are hot sessions. And he slips off. He does this once, he does this twice, he does this three times. The next time I put him in a circle, all of us gathered around him. In this place, you slip him, we prayed for him, and that was it. He got activated in the spirit, never slept again, and all of those squad. Outside of the normal time that we come together to pray, everybody kind of like along the line, people now come around you and you take them to where we call wilderness to pray for midnight. That's how I came across my wife. You pick them and take them and you start having disciples. You are training to pray. If you come into this environment and you just find out that the things of the spirit are always very strange, something is wrong, go cry to God. You are crippled in the spirit. You can't walk straight. You can't walk strong. You're blind in the spirit. You can't see what you see. Because it's not by might. Amen? Amen. It's not by might. It's not by power. It's grace. And we can access that. If you are here, 
you can reach out and you can take a hold of that. Those are the things Paul were also dealing with when he was talking to Timothy. Say, I laid my hands upon you and I activated the grace and I am calling you to remembrance to put that thing to work, activate it, fan it to flame. Don't sleep. This is homegoing time. Whenever a meeting is over, intelligent, spiritual intelligent people go back and do what? The brief. What happened here? God, what happened? How did we do? What did we do? Um, what did you say? And what did you say to us? What went so fine? What didn't go so fine? Um, going forward, what do we need to do? What do we take along with us? That's what intelligent people do who are spiritually intelligent. And if you don't do that, you would know the next step. That's why God is saying the instant incision out of season. It, it, it there ever was a time to get our mouth very open and sharp. This is the time. Amen. Know what we believe in. Know where we stand. Go vast yourselves. You know a seminar, just like Jesus talking to a crowd, there's so many things you open. It's like open window in, 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 a, in a laptop. You open this window, you leave it. Open this window, you open it. It's like an icon. You click this. You talk about it, later you leave it. You talk about it, later you leave it. Now, spiritually intelligent people, go back to that window that has been opened. Look into that icon. Study it very well. That is the way to be instant in season and out of season. Go look out for yourself. What is the context of God speaking to us in the book of Revelation about overcomers? Just go there. That icon opened up a world of instruction for you. What it is to overcome. And when you understand that the communication of God is not just at an informational level, that the frequency of that communication is completely not at this informational level, but impartational. You can step into that stream. And your life will become exactly what you are looking into. An overcomer. Because it is as we behold him that we are transformed. Am I correct? From glory to glory. If you don't see it, you can't be it. If you don't see it, you can't put your feet up on it. If you can't be, you cannot appropriate it, you can't have it. I expect that in the next one week, all of us, or most of us, should go back and go through the entire book of Revelation again and say, I just want to see a manifestation of Jesus. I just want to see his person. I just want to see him again and get the a gold mine out of that and talk to people. And deal with this massive unawareness of people not, not wishing for the end to come. Unfortunately, the end is here. Father, we thank you. Amplify these words in our hearts. 
give more meaning to it, give more impact and push into these words. Let us get beyond our physical ears and get to the ears of our spirit. May we be able to grasp hold of these things, process these things, and may these things become implemented in our lives. That you have faithful ones in the earth. That even in the midst of mass apostasy and falling away, and people no longer enduring sound doctrine, you have a few faithful men on the earth that will preach in season and out of season the sound truth of God that was committed to us. We'll contend for it. Make that our reality. Jesus, we we'll pray. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Okay.